All right, click those buttons, get everything lined up. We are ready to rock and roll. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Believe it or not, but cannabis has been legal in the state of Illinois for recreational use for uh, two and a half years nearly. Uh, kind of blows me away, but uh, you could see that uh, it really uh, has been a, a popular product uh, that adults have been able to uh, buy and imbibe with, uh, and hopefully doing it responsibly. But if you look at some of the sales from the past two and a half years, it's uh, month by month by month. You're talking 100 million here, 150 million there, 200 plus million. Uh, the last time I checked, I mean, we we were bringing in um, just billions of dollars in sales and the state of Illinois also taxing those sales and the taxes can be upwards to 40 plus percent depending on the potency Uh, but what's uh, pretty incredible about the program not only that it's legalizing a drug that was made illegal for years impacting all kinds of populations uh, with the, the 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 war on drugs Uh, Now that it's legal, uh, seeing the amount of tax revenue that's coming from that and how that tax revenue is going to be ultimately spent. Uh, Well, joining us in studio now is Alderman Sean Gregory. He has uh, some uh, behind the scenes working knowledge of uh, just exactly how these dollars are going to be spent, especially when it comes to Springfield's share of that. So, Alderman, thanks for taking time with us. How are you doing out there? All right. All right. It's always my pleasure to come out. No, I love it. Uh, And uh, let's go ahead and get into this, because, as I said, a lot of uh, interest, a lot of dollars, especially especially tax dollars involved here. Um, we're going to be talking about $600,000 that Springfield's ultimately going to be um, um, granting to a variety of businesses. Uh, but but walk us through how we got to this point uh, with just setting up the program to allow for this. Sure. Um, um I was a I was a young pup uh, then, and, uh, you know, it became legal uh, 2019, and, uh uh, me and Senator Turner, along with the council, we 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 put our heads together and and we really um, one we allocated half of the tax of the three percent tax revenues to the um, east side boundaries. Um, um, at first, of course, it was only generating about two hundred fifty thousand dollars with our split, and then um, you know it rose to a point where where we were able to. Um, create two programs, one for business assistance and one for um, home owner-occupied home redevelopment assistance. Um, We put $100,000 in that uh, program and $350,000 in the other program. And we've already seen some of the dollars for the uh, residential components go out, right? About 76,000 of that has benefited uh, constituents in our community, yes. So after getting that launched, uh, and then uh, it was time to see, well, how can we use these dollars to impact uh, community business owners? Correct, correct. Um, and and so there has been um, 22 bit. There was 69 applications, I do believe, that were put in for the business application. Um, so with that said, there has been 22 identified businesses in the community that um, um, have you know met the criteria and scores to uh, to qualify for uh, the cannabis business grant? So we we have put that on first reading uh, this Tuesday, and and we'll talk about it a little bit in committee. I'll I'll definitely be uh, uh, gunning to put that on consent, and I'm sure we'll have a little discussion. But you know the the the, the program is set. Um, um, the scoring has been done, and you know I I, I really tip our hat to our uh, economic development team, Ravi Dosi, and 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 the um, team in there, as well as our mayor. Because 
because um, you know, as as you may have mentioned, the the amount is six twenty two, so that's over the the yearly annual amount. So we're we're almost using two years of that, um, which you know we're, we're a little late anyway. So um, you know, I'm, well, I'm, but that number can grow in the future yeah, uh, yeah. if there's more dispensaries mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that pop up and more interest possibly, uh, and of course, uh, you know, uh, marijuana is a drug, uh, just like alcohol is mm-hmm. a drug, and you got to use it responsibly. Um, but uh, uh, the 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 interest in this has been uh, pretty incredible to see, just as much as the sales being reported and the taxes that are being collected. So yeah. again, we're talking with Springfield Alderman Sean Gregory about six hundred and twenty-two thousand uh, dollars from cannabis tax money that the city of Springfield has uh, going to some businesses. Uh, talk about the scoring a bit here, uh, in as much as uh, you know where the businesses are going to be located, maybe some of the parameters they had to, to meet to, to possibly get these dollars. Well, there, there's a um, special boundary that was drawn up, and uh, it goes from Carpenter to Dirksen, down to Ash, and back down to 11th Street. So a nice little box that encompasses wards two and three, which is um, particularly for my ward, um, is the you know most poverty-stricken poverty, uh, ward. Um, so so these funds are going to you know really pay dividends over the year. We are really unique um, in this city of what we've done um, with our cannabis tax funds um, and really um, – Put it to the area that 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 you know we all know that it has has been hit hard by the war on drugs and poverty and you know any other COVID and any other um, thing that we got going on in in, in this country. So it was re- it's really really good to have something to really focus and 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 live up to um, the promises we make to the people every day, and that's really to try to uh, reinvest into the communities um, like mine. Um, <clears throat> so we're doing that, and 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 you know as I said, this is really going to pay out dividends this is the first time and 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 you know next year there'll be another round and and on and on um these businesses can only qualify for it once so you know the next time it's going to be new businesses and and uh what we wanted to do we wanted to put it towards um, things that are really going to raise our tax base, really going to change the look of our community and things like that. And um, well, I know yeah. one of the focus with the uh, residential side was, yeah. you know, let's let's get some money to some homeowners that can, you know, get a new roof, uh, you know, help with landscaping or something to that degree to just to help with other property values. Absolutely. And especially in the, the major corridors of, of the city, uh, you can imagine that uh, offering up what, $20,000, $40,000 or so to a local business uh, in certain areas. Uh, that could also help them uh, with with uh, local property taxes, as well, increasing values and so on. Um, what can they use the money for ultimately with this grant? On the business side. Um they will be inventory, uh, payroll, you know, they can get some employees in there. We know that's the issue, right? Um, 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 redeveloping, interior, exterior. Um, we really wanted to make it flexible because, you know, there's, there's, there's all types of things that our different funding mechanisms have some restrictions on, right, federal um, money, state monies, things of that nature. But, but this was uh, something that we really wanted to make flexible. And uh, so far, you know, on the housing side, they can get up to $25,000 for exterior interior and some interior um, redevelopments. And, you know, I just was by a lady's house. She has got nice blue siding. She's happy. Um, and uh, it's really it's really starting to change our community little at a time. You know, for a community like mine that has 500 lots and multiple vacant houses and, um, you know, we could use a little love. And honestly, you know, there's some other home funds and things of that nature that we're really looking to do on the home side. So we're happy to get this business section out. Um, you know, and, and, and what's so you know, good about this is going to, you know, create even more jobs, you know, uh, on smaller projects. Um, all of it, you know, has the same prevailing wage. So our unions, you know, um, 
you know, people will get good paying union jobs. Hopefully we can get some training um, going from some people of the community to to work on the very businesses and homes in the community. And um, it, it's really a win for win. A win-win situation. Again, we're talking with Alderman Sean Gregory here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Uh, And uh, Alderman, something else, too, that uh, came up during the council meeting. And I imagine we're going to hear a lot more about this uh, come Tuesday for the Committee of the Whole, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have the council roundup every Wednesday after a Springfield City Council meeting. But one of the things that we heard that kind of dominated the last half of the uh, the council meeting uh, this week Mm -hmm. was about uh, pop-up block parties, but also a shooting that happened outside of high school music yeah. um i mean this is this is a tough situation yeah. how do we get a hold of this how do we make sure that people can live in peace right. in their communities right. well i definitely had a good conversation I, I i really 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 am adamant that um owners of these properties have to do a better job and be more responsible um you know, everybody in this city should know that we're having some pop-up problems and things of that nature. So when somebody comes to you to host these parties, we have to be responsible and, and make sure that we have uh, the mechanism set up that, that you are a business to have events. We have event venues that are set up to uh, 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 control crowds and traffic control and things of that nature. Um, but when your business like this business is, is in a community and things, it's hard to control traffic control at 3 o'clock at night for um, an unauthorized uh, uh, event. Um, you know, uh, good guy. I, I like the owner. I think he's a, a good sound guy. But, you know, uh you know, bad decisions in that in that makeup, and you know, um, that is the message that I've been pushing to to you know anyone I know with the business. You know, I, I I just think that these huge parties cause a problem. I know we, you know, and you know some of our event venues or or, or you know bars or something like that. They want to bring a comic or you know some hot young country star or rap star. I don't care if it's Garth Brooks or Ludacris. <laughs> we have to. Sure, yeah work together to maintain safety and traffic control. And and I think that's really, really important to press uh, upon our business. And, you know, maybe we'll get to the point where, you know, we, we work together with our police and, 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 and these events. Um, but one thing for sure, two things for certain, we're not going to have pop-up parties. We'll start towing cars that are parked in unauthorized places. We're going to get the guns off the streets. Our, our officers do a good job at that. Um, you know, if they're legal, fine. If they're unlegal, illegal, we're, we're not having it. And, and we're going to continue to send a strong message with that I love having fun I want to see everyone have fun we gotta have some fun together exactly (laughs) but it's gotta be safe fun and it's gotta be smart fun and there is a way to do it and I encourage anybody who needs help with planning a good positive um, event um, to reach out and and we'll help you with it well and one of those positive events happening tonight with the uh, the Y Block party Uh, so definitely uh, make plans to get out there Alderman Sean Gregory greatly appreciate you taking time with us Uh, let's talk next week sometime because uh, Juneteenth is coming up as well Uh, so that's gonna be January 20th right It'll be on the Monday. Yeah, the the actual day uh, that we'll celebrate on the city side is 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 the Monday, and but here we'll kick it off Thursday on the Y Block again next week, Great. and then Friday will be the art exhibit. Make sure you get down there to the Illinois State Museum. That's going to be beautiful. Saturday will be uh, uh, the parade and and park activities, and Sunday will will be another whole host of activities as well. So the the. Juneteenth crew, and they have done an absolutely great job of of really raising it. Well, let's plan on uh, connecting sometime early next week just to remind people of uh, all the activities that are coming up uh, in celebration of Juneteenth. Because anytime we can celebrate freedom, (laughs) I'm all about it. All right. If If we can celebrate freedom, 
20 days out of the week. Let's celebrate freedom. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, Alderman Sean Gregory, greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. we got to take a break. It is now 752 from Culver's West on Wabash. It's time to apply at Culver's West on Wabash.